Fortnite is the amalgamation of everything that is unholy in this world. I want to start on that. We'll start it on that. So thank oh, you for okay. coming. Yeah. No. <laughs> Distraction people as we start. Yeah. No <laughs> being that video games listen. is awful. So thank you for coming to the podcast episode 13, where this is the Ask Show, show, where we bring up some stupid questions, some stupid answers. Just to start from our left here, we have John and Kyle, Andrew, Bilbo Baggins. Oh, wait, wait, you got that one. That one's wait, pretty the close. The bravest this time. The Hobbit of them all. The bravest of them all. No, old. You look like a dwarf. He's old. He's a, he's he old. Is. He's an old person yeah. in a younger man. Dwarves are just old skin. Hobbits that yeah, kind of ate their weight, just like <laughs> he's eleventy first birthday. A daily yeah, basis. Have, when when is your eleventy first birthday? Eleventy first. Yes. Uh, it's it was last week. You missed it. Oh. Um, you weren't there. I was very disappointed. I drank myself to sleep. And cried. No, that was a Tuesday, but Michael. It's every Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday. <laughs> every every Tuesday is a new birthday to be. That's but, why he's had so many birthdays. Yes. <laughs> That's why you're so old. You keep counting. You're, oh, you're so no. old, you don't even remember what day it is. So every single day is your birthday. Saturday is birthday. <laughs> That'd be great. True. Parties every Saturday. Oh, God, that would actually that would be awful. He would be so hey. sick. Well, now we know why I look like a dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, every oh, restaurant. Oh, oh, the cake I ate by myself. Every restaurant you walk into, people sing at you. Oh, oh no. no. That would be, that's hell. That's different. Yeah. No, that's, that's purgatory. That's, that's hell for both the person that is going there and the person that's there. Because like, oh my God, he's here again. That's when, that's when you start yeah. trekking the Mordor. Mm-hmm. They just roll out a TV and hit play. <laughs> there's different tiers of purgatory. There's the one where you walk in a big circle pushing a stone and then there's the one that's higher above that where you walk into an Applebee's and they won't stop singing and they won't give you your gosh darn food. Give me the rock. <laughs> Just, all I want is my crappy it, steak from Applebee's. Right there on the tray. Stop singing and give it to me. I don't want your stupid crappy ice cream. Please, I'm God. getting up and getting it myself. <laughs> no food until your public humiliation is <laughs> That's the payment. Yes. And I'll imagine a minor eternity of that, and then then you get to ascend to the higher plane, where you get to go to Best Buy and wait in line for text. It's a minor eternity every time it happens. You want to get a new mouse for your computer? Well, you're going to stay in Best Buy's checkout line for the next 45,000 eternities. Well, that's why the people that, that state works. that it's somebody's birthday at a place like that is not the person who has the birthday. It's yeah. the other person that Always. says, this is going to be great. Do it. Mm-hmm. So, happy, happy birthday. Well, because that's the person who's paying for it, and they want that discount. Mm. Yes. Maybe. I want my free lava cake. <laughs> that went that went from Bilbo Baggins <laughs> to Applebee's. Yes. Okay. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> our first section here is going to be a topic that each of us has brought up as a question. So, John, what was your question for today? So, if you got to pick your own co-workers, would you rather have people who are just marginally competent but are all you get along with really well or people who know their stuff, you can depend on them, they get everything done on time, but your acquaintances at best. That's that's my work uh, right now, though. Yeah, I do. Don't. I get along with these. If you got to choose, though, I want that latter one. That's perfect. Like yeah, I don't, I, I don't I, need a rapport too. with my coworkers because I go there to do work. They know what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. that's the most yeah. important. Yes, thing. yeah. Especially if they're not home. idiots, then like I'm, I'm more than happy. Yeah, I don't think like it'd be different if it was people that know how to do their job, but they're bad people. That's a, yes. a different yeah. thing. Yeah, that is different. Yes, I used to have a job where I used to know a lot of the people really well, but then when you move jobs, 
it makes it hard because now you're not just losing coworkers, you're losing something more. And it was a lot easier going from last job because I really only had one friend and I went to the place that they went to. So yeah. it didn't change much. But yeah, that would be really hard. I would 100% want the second one. Thankfully, sure. I have it right now. I mean, like I already said, so like I, I have a good job where everyone knows exactly what they're doing, what they should be doing. Yeah, and when they come over and they're like, Kyle, what'd you do this weekend? You're like, shut up. Please, God, be quiet. I don't want to tell you. I uh, had co-workers that I really didn't get along with in my previous job. I knew what they were doing, but I would much rather have somebody who's mediocre at the job that doesn't make me regret life. But if it's just somebody who's just there and they're not making me miserable, then yeah, I'd rather have them. I think I love how your idea of perfection is just anything that doesn't cause pain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. It doesn't cause. It doesn't cause debilitating pain. Yes. <laughs> There's a certain amount of pain he enjoys. No, like just this like, what? A coworker who didn't try to stab me on the way into work today? Amazing. You've worked in the tech field forever. Like, I doubt that you've ever come across somebody in your work who would stab you on purpose. With a soldering iron, specifically. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. It's a slow burn. No. (laughs) (laughs) I worked worked in a tech job where people were very backstabby in the, not the literal sense. Okay. But in the. uh, Figuratively. Figuratively. Figurative backstabbing is. Yes. That makes much more sense. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with having nobody uh, I care about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah. if you're all replaced, but I've still got my job. Yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's how the world works. I'm trying to think of anything more on that one. That was really yeah, easy that was a very one. quick. That was a very quick one because we we're all in agreement that we don't want to work. Yeah. With. Yeah. We would much rather not have a frat and then be able to actually do our job well. <laughs> that says something about us, I think. But at the same time, not work with people who are going to make us ridiculously miserable. We well, also have yes. a social circle outside of work. So yeah. we don't. Makes, yes, that is yeah, true. There are a bunch of people who I work with whose only contact outside of family is work. These are my work friends. That's so sad. Oh, that's how it was for me in Kentucky. Like, that's exactly how it was. I had the people I worked with and then my family, and that was it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. in that kind of a situation, do you then, does that shift the equation so that you need those people that you're seeing for eight hours a day to be friends? So you have someone. I I would assume if you were in that situation, then yes. If if you had zero acquaintances outside of your work, then you would need those friendships. You need that Friday where you go as a group from work to the bar or something. I need Ben against my thoughts since I was kind of in that situation, just kind of deviating a little bit. My entire social circle throughout most of my young life existed solely on the internet. Yeah. So what I think of first is like playing World of Warcraft back in the day. There was no quitting that game because my entire social circle outside my family existed within that video game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what holds people in those games for as long as they do. Well, I think that's happening more and more even these days where... Especially with COVID. Yeah, with like, well, I mean, COVID specifically, yeah. But like, even nowadays, like the new youth, the youth, they're... Uh, they're like 20 what? 29. The young people. You're young. The young people. Yeah, the young people. You're 20s. I mean, you're, 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 I mean that's just because you're old. That's different. I think it's a hierarchy. Like, so if you yeah. don't have... If you have a close-knit group of friends, that's the top of your list. But if you don't have that, the next group that you can really attach to is your coworkers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. most of the people I knew that tried to do that with coworkers are the people that didn't really have too many people outside of work. But then you still go below that, and then you start running into... If you don't have any friends there, I think they start attaching to personalities online. There's some people that yes. really get attached yep. to people in there. Yep. So if they don't get that interaction... Well, there's also family as a level in there, too. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of have those, like, le- it's like uh, the hierarchy of needs yep. of friendship. Yeah, for uh, yeah, social interaction is definitely one of those where it's 
bit more complex. We're a very social you know. species. Yeah, as yeah. much as I love my grandma, she really didn't like count as like socializing. She well, was well, grandma. You tell her that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grandma. You, I, yeah, I'm sorry, Michael's grandmother. I know you're, <laughs> you're watching yeah, this. You're watching right now, Grandma. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look her in the eyes, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send your grandma just the, the video of you staring at the everyone. <laughs> yeah, apparently, Grandma's not invited to Margarita night. <laughs> no, she invites herself by like every time I'd go over her place, she'd try to serve me alcohol. It was great. My, gra- great. my grandmother, great grandma, was, most give cookies. You're just give yeah. booze. Yeah, That's like every time I went over, like she's pushing ninety, but she still drinks like a fish, and it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know when this started, but I'm just imagining you being dropped off when you were six and you're just <laughs> here. And I handed a bottle of Jack Daniels. Here, have some fun, kid. I think my grandmother did give me alcohol one time when I was like 10. I mean, <laughs> different. I mean, that's like, yeah. it was only a little bit. I, I had a cherry in it. Yeah, I had a little bit of wine at the dinner table when I was growing up. So, yeah, well, it's understandable. Like, sometimes it's if you have a parent that is saying, don't do that, don't do that, you're more than likely going to make them want to do it when they hit the rebellious years. So, if you have yeah. some leniency on it, I can see them being like, oh, well, that's not now it being rebellious isn't include that. So there is a certain flexibility that is helpful, but it's a fine line trying to figure out where that is. Also, with alcohol, there's the thing of, here, kid, have a beer. Ugh. I'm I'm never drinking this again. Yeah. It's like there was a comedian that used to say when a kid would go to touch an oven, that you know, you'd normally go, oh, bad, bad. Don't do that. And he goes, no, I'm the kind of father who's like, wait, wait, let's see (laughs) how far he gets. I actually did that. My grandfather said, no, no, don't touch that. Hot. And then I lick my finger, put my fingers on it, <laughs> on the, and oh. pull away. Ah. Yeah. Oh, he just, just pantomimed it, and I yeah. said, oh. You know, I know what to do. Well, you were a smart uh, child. Yeah. I learned. Well, yeah, you do. That yeah, you did. You learn more from mistakes when you're a kid, yep. and yeah. you won't do it again. But Oh, yeah. I burned my hand just very, very lightly on the edge of the burner, and that, that fixed me right up for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, was very... I feel like I had a very different childhood from everyone else here, where yes, you're like, you don't touch that, and my parents are like, you know what would be fun right now? <laughs> it, it Let the like, kids uh, touch the oven. Michael's parents sound like that. They would have a room dedicated to teaching kids lessons. It would just be like forks next to sockets and <laughs> o- open nails, and it's like, okay, let's see which kid survives. <laughs> He'll go on to do great Go things. in there and Tussle. <laughs> oh, the gauntlet room. Yeah. The gauntlet room. Like the, the Kentucky gauntlet room. I still love telling the story. My mom just tells me to catch bees with my bare hands. That's fun. That's a fun story to tell. Yeah, you told me. What you do before. Yeah. yeah. Wait, your mom told so, you to do this? She taught me to do it. Your mom's crazy. <laughs> I, I, like sometimes great, I feel though. like you're only the way you are because of her. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, that okay. So <laughs> ended on bees. Yeah. Okay. So, ended on so bees. we were able to double the length of that. Question. Yes. Yes. Exactly. We, we, we eased that one out. Off mine, topic, so. mine is more interesting, I hope, than just coworkers and whether or not you hate them or not. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking because I was talking to somebody else earlier today about how the video games that we're kind of seeing right now that are coming out are actually a lot more automated in their development cycle than they used to be in the past. Like, you know, you used to have a lot of video games that were created and massaged into place by expert hands, but 
now a lot of it is actually using AI instead of using the actual process to make, you know, like models or textures or other things like that. Somebody put that bush there. Yeah, exactly. So like like a very good showcase for that is like Metro Exodus, where every single thing inside that game was hand placed. There was nothing that was automated to do that game. And it looks great. And it shows that there was a lot of passion behind the project and stuff. But like something like Battlefield 20, 2042, where like the entirety of the game looks like it was just pre-rendered in some AI and then just shipped. My question is, is like, where do you think that will will lead? Do you think we'll end up just playing games that no one actually coded or made, but instead an AI just made the entire thing from scratch? Not in our lifetime. No, I think there's a lot of procedurally generated stuff, but there's always a person coming through it to make sure that nothing's broken. Um, But you hope. (laughs) <laughs> that's well, what that's to where a, I'm at. to a degree because it depends is the game like procedurally generating it or are they procedurally generating it like uh, so for instance when i do lip syncing uh, mm-hmm. on it on sfm sometimes i'll hit play and then i'll just grab the slider and i'll do the open motion and then i'll go through and clean that so i'm like creating a base but then you go through and do the touches i can see it being mm-hmm. useful where you're doing an ai that's building your entire environment but then you're going through and using that as a base and then saying okay well now here we need to do this and here we need to do that but then there's also the games where it's like deep rock or something where you have fully procedurally done stuff there, you have to have the algorithms do mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And I think games like that are going to grow. Well, it's the same thing with No Man's Sky, where each planet is procedurally generated as you hit it, right? Yep, everything's yeah. procedurally generated. Yeah. But usually a lot of those are, the bigger you get it, there's always a point where you see the pattern mm-hmm. or you can see it being more consistent and, and whatever. It's about where that point is. Because if you get to a point of never having that, that means that it's no, the randomicity is the universe itself. Mm. And that doesn't, that's not going to work. And I'd be surprised to find out that Skyrim or Fallout or any of those big world Bethesda games didn't start with a procedurally generated map and then they just added or took away from it as they wanted to. They had a person comb through it. You have to build, like they have a whole story so you have to figure out where all those pieces go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, if you need a big mountain, AI has to put it there or you have to put it there. Yeah. But you can create a pretty flat thing and then say, okay, now here there's a flow something, a flowscape or something. This is a game that allows you to build whole environments using this like just like you get to paint environments oh yeah um, yep. but you the, can say like yeah. oh just reduce everything and then when it goes below a certain level it starts putting on meadows and if it goes above a certain one it does mountains mm. and so you can paint like that those kind of tools are ai yeah, yeah. but yeah. they are still I human think mm. more and more we're going to have those tools like the ability to paint landscapes or just the look at mario maker you don't have to place every single block or you don't have to draw every single block. You have a variety of tools at your disposal mm. so that it's a lot easier to make those games. If you are using AI to say, here's the starting template of this map, you're then saying, okay, but I want this to go here because this looks like a nice setting to set up this quick time or not quick time event, this mm-hmm. this shootout. Or this trial. Yeah, or this trial. Is, yeah. yeah. But there's a lot that you'll see them actually draw the map out. Like somebody does an artistry type map. The details of it probably are more automated, but that whole thing is then put in there. You can't AI that to a degree unless somebody can draw the picture and then you scan it and then it's like does some wizardry magic. I'm not sure. Hmm. But the technology is getting, that is getting to the point of efficiency and big enough companies are going to do that. Like Unreal 
has some unreal stuff in there for building stuff like that. Yeah. So, and that is also similar to what goes on with like, do you guys see the Matrix in Unreal 5? Do you see that trailer? Oh, no, I didn't, but I heard it was interesting. It's, it was the, super the, cool. The fidelity was amazing and they were running it off, I think, mid-range hardware. I think it was a 1080. Yeah, and the Unreal so is a good engine. Their Nanite system specifically, where it takes texture work and scales it to need, that's an AI subsystem, basically. And I think those sorts of things are going to be really important in mostly just computer-aided drafting, or not drafting, generation, just in general. But things like that, where they're helping you build something, but I'm like talking like more about things being fully built. Like Deep Rock is, is, is a good game, but like, is that a better thing or a worse thing I'd, than going to the forward? I love procedurally generated stuff. I'd love to be able to, every time I go into it, it's something different. There's definitely some of those games where it's like hallways and you can definitely see, you know, I can see this again and I can see this again. And you know, the, when you walk into the room, you know where the things are going to be. Like even No Man's Sky has something like that, where the, some of the buildings are all the same. But I like it that you can just pick a direction. You're never going to see the same thing twice. If there's just something fun about that. And so I will always prefer a, a game like that over one like Assassin's Creed where it's pre-built yeah. because when you go to play through it again, there's nothing different to it. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing. Then it's just speed running or something. Yeah, and I can totally understand that. But I think there's also in the future, they'll become a subset of the market that's literally labeled as hand-built. I guarantee it. Somewhere in the near future, there's going to be box art that's going to say hand-built by the developers on it instead of AI-generated. I don't know. That sounds like a buzzword. Yeah. Well, it's a marketing yeah. term. Yeah. I mean, it's all going to require, like, new tools to make it easier and easier. They're always going mm -hmm. to make things easier and easier, but I think it's going to be the point of you can't tell the difference between something that had AI partially helping and handmade. Mm -hmm. Handmade means expensive. And if you want to pay, I think, like, Square Enix is now selling a new one of their new games for $70 base price. Yeah. So we're getting to that point where... The prices of games for AAA titles are going from 60 to 70. And if we want to try to keep some of the indie titles lower, procedurally generated does help kind of with that. You build the algorithm and then it does yeah. its thing. The best procedurally generated game ever made was Minesweeper. So that, can't, you can't beat that. You could say solitaire. <laughs> you can't. Well. So Minecraft. <laughs> no, Minesweeper. Completely procedurally Different. generated. Minesweeper. Minesweeper. Yeah, Minesweeper. What about solitaire? Yeah. Oh, that's you, when, the, when those when those uh, the cards come jumping down yeah. after you win, that's, that's definitely generated. unique. Yeah. Um, Solitaire's got nothing on sweeper. Okay. I said it right here. Come get oh. me. Come get well, me. Come, come get me. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I can't. Yeah. Fight me, bro. Mm -hmm. Can't fault you for that one. Anyway. When you play Minesweeper, do you play it with the sounds or without? Without the it sound. has sound. The sounds make it so much better. Oh, when it goes. <laughs> no. Because the entire sound setup for Minesweeper is a tick at every second and then a boom when you make the mistake. <laughs> well, what what sound does it make when you win? Uh, just as he's never won. Da, 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 da. It just plays da, da, Thank da, God. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Microsoft, for the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my topic or my question was I was thinking about, you know, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe type thing. Yes. Yep. And so, like, they walk through the wardrobe into some weird... Mr. Like, Thomas. Yeah, the weird land. So my thought was like that, where there they had a wardrobe that they walked through and went to another world. In the first book. So mm -hmm. in what unconventional object would you want to be a portal to another realm? 
Mm. Well, the last book, the portal to the other realm, was a bomb. Well, that, wow. that could be that mm. could be a real portal to another yeah. world, depending yeah. on the size of the yeah. bomb. And they were yeah. told, "Yeah, you can't go back. That bomb is a one-way portal over here." Because if I had to pick one, I would say a microwave. How do you fit in a microwave? Well, it doesn't mean you have to go through it. But I want to have it where after I open it and I realize this, I want to close it and turn it on because mm. I want to know, like, am I bombarding these people <laughs> with microwaves? I'm cooking my rice and. Killing off the species. <laughs> huh. I'm not sure if you could irradiate an entire universe like that. Long enough. I'm sure you could. But well, you put it on high. Yes. It's like it's like a 1,200 watt microwave. You put a fork in it. Oh. <laughs> Unless they take that fork and they fight back. <laughs> How big are these people? <laughs> I feel like the best place to put a portal into another dimension is just down in the hole of a porta potty, where you have to jump inside. <laughs> no one's gonna follow you. Because quick, he went into the into the porta potty. That's where the portal is. Are you sure? Are you really sure? But the worst part is that and like people might actually use it and just well, they're going poop to into it. the other dimension. Yeah. Well, they, they're <laughs> going to use it. Sure just at that some, point, they want it. That would be the, do, the most economically friendly it? porta potty on the face of the earth. <laughs> you never have to empty it. There's just a whole village. It just lands in the center of some village, and they're just like, why? No, <laughs> standing not, not why. Why did we build here? <laughs> it's, welcome to the land of golden showers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's awful. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's, we, that's not great. But, that's okay, not, thank you, oh, Michael. Yeah, thank you, Michael. <laughs> the bounty that comes from I, the sky. The whiz. The whiz. Their crops <laughs> yes. are fa fantastic. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's a blessing. You yeah. really shouldn't do that with no realize. But the um, I was gonna say like like in Pennsylvania somewhere there's like a Denny's freezer that just opens up. This <laughs> 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 opens up to another world. Whether or not it's still the same Denny's freezer, because those places can be they they could live on their own you know ecosystem. Mm -hmm. It's basically like a new planet just inside those freezers anyways, but like... It's kind of making me think of control. Yeah. Where you have the objects yeah. of power. Oh, oh, no, those are the objects of power. Those are, what do they call those? Um, Places altered items. Altered items. Yeah. Altered items where they ended up just doing weird things in the mm -hmm. universe, like the projector that it slides would open up portals to another mm -hmm. realm. Or you would pull a, uh, a light cord that would just be randomly placed. That yes. Not even lead anywhere, but you pull it three times and you'd be... Uh, yeah, you, somewhere. you play it. You pull it three times if you go somewhere to a was it a hotel? It was a motel. It was a motel yeah. that you have to ring a bell, and every time you ring the bell, it opens a different door, and you have to do that so that you can go and open up a different door to get back to reality. Yeah. At least the only reality is just kind of a weird. There was that one door covered in blood too, and I never figured out what happened on that one. I think there was a there was a moment where there was like a couple knock 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 like is yeah. in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess we'll have to come back. They seem yeah, to it was outside. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I don't know where it is. Of, that's what I'm thinking about like that is like having an altered item like mm -hmm. that with a portal. But in the back of I, Denny's. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, ignoring the bomb, the actual answer that I would give is a revolving door. <laughs> that would be really awful because yeah. you don't know when to stop. You don't because you, you keep saying there is an exit. No, there is an exit. No, there is an exit. Yes. And then the revolving door is gone. They're screwed. What, what was that oh, one? Yeah. What was that one show where it was like that guy that was, he was trying to get home, but he was Quantum Leap. No, no, no. That was through time. Black Mirror? No, there was a different guy. He ended up traveling through, he, he ended up inventing something and he traveled into a different version of reality and he was trying to find his way home. And he would just keep jumping realities over and over again. They're all like. Oh, very, Rick and Morty. Kind of. <laughs> no, they're all like variations on our current world. 
and yeah. he keeps jumping through them. And I'm thinking like that would be perfect for him. He's just mm. like, nope, 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 nope. He'd be so much more efficient. <laughs> Before it took him like 45 minutes yeah. to go yeah. through each. But like when I was thinking of what you were saying with the revolving door, I was imagining you, you've seen Castlevania, the animated series. Yes. But like having like the portal to another world, but instead it's just a revolving door in the middle of Dracula's castle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's, it's like a, Dracula. <laughs> it's one of those spring horses that they have in parks. Mm. And when you start going at a certain rhythm, you just like start yep. going, you go faster, 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 faster. You <laughs> 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 and it, it makes, makes that sound too. And it makes the tire marks across the ground and fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm legit thinking that somebody just has a job in the other dimension. So every day a dude in a business suit with a suitcase wanders up to like one of those rocking horses in the middle of a freaking playground. It's like, going to work. People, don't look at me. <laughs> so it's not the playground. It just shows up embedded in the ground anytime it shows up somewhere. Yeah. So like you, you open your front door and you just see in your lawn one of those horses and Huh, this is visitors. This is definitely an SCP. If it's not something that's already been written down, I'll write it down and add it. SCP? Yeah, SCP. Secure, contain, protect. Oh. Subreddit? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what that was. He reddited it at us. I did. It's not a Reddit. It's not actually Reddit. It's actually something way better than a Reddit because Reddit's garbage. Which is better, the little horse on a spring or the rocket ship you put quarters in? No, oh. one of the front loaders that's like lodged in the ground. All you could do is With dig up scoop. rocks. The yeah, scoop. you could only dig up rocks in like a three foot like circle, and that was it. No, and then you're digging portals to a different to a different dimension <laughs> using the little scoop. We'll find that portal. The portal scoop to the horse dimension. Yes. Find it. Okay. Well, <laughs> it is the horse that you're taking there. Yeah. So it makes mm. sense. Yeah, and what's even weirder is on their side they have a little human on a spring. Oh, where's the spring? Mm. Michael, you put <laughs> <laughs> See, mine's less of a question and more of a concern. Should the people of the Mushroom Kingdom be terrified of those little uh, toad monsters? The Goombas? No, not the Goombas. The ones that run around and talk and serve the princess. Toads? Oh, the, the, yeah, you mean those they are monsters. the people of the, the Mushroom Kingdom. You mean the subjects? Kingdom. It's yes. the Mushroom Kingdom. They should be absolutely terrified of those things. Who, wait, who should be terrified of them? Everybody who isn't them. Then they should stay out of their kingdom. <laughs> they should. But my thought is, these little things are mushrooms, right? I did some research. A single mushroom in a single day can least release a billion spores. Yeah. They should be just everywhere. There should just be carpets oh. of spores. No, but they release at certain times of the year. So mm -hmm. I've just got to. I've just got to imagine that there's some holiday that they don't show in any video games where this is where new toads come from. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the ramp. Um, they just take off their clothes. It's awful. <laughs> we have to get the guns out every year. Well, we brought up before that. Get like, away from my. Else. That Mario's the bad guy. Maybe that's what it is. Again, it's that the mushrooms are trying to take over through a fungal infection. Yeah. And they're just fighting back for their life. Like my thought is Princess. I'm not really sure. I think she's human. She's like. She's just. She princess. is. She, is her. she yeah. must bathe head to toe and like tough acting to acting <laughs> just to avoid being just covered in like every fungal infection known to man well, the on a constant basis. Maybe, but maybe like the, so the, the toads are the same color as the ones that are psychedelic because Mario can grow bigger or smaller using the, yeah. the colored ones, whereas the Goombas are mushrooms that are just, Yeah, when know, he eats his about, children, they're Those children. are mushrooms yeah. with teeth. Yeah, they're they, mushrooms. They, they yeah. have teeth, but they're also like edible ones. They lost their bodies. Because they're just, like portobellos. They're heads with legs. Yeah. yeah. Like the thing no, I, no legs, just feet. So they've been decapitated? Just feet. Well, I don't know what Mario did to them. Mm. The, he jumps on them. 
they're the spawn and yeah. they're trying to call the population. They well, eat them. I think of like freaking Halo with the flood where they're mm -hmm. a fungal monster that spreads everywhere. Oh, it's the same universe. Yeah, like they are the flood. Like they spread their billions of spores all over the place, infecting everything. How much dead matter is required for an entire civilization of fungal people to propagate? And I'm just imagining Super Mario Galaxy. You're using those like star portals and then you find a ring. You find a halo, <laughs> and it's pointed at the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh oh, because yeah, they they didn't want the flood to spread anymore. Yeah, Bowser is the original like ancients. Yep, he's just like, please stop. The Koopas are the ancients. They're turtles. They live a long time. It's they been do. a big misunderstanding. He just wants the mushrooms to die, and then he's like trying to save both Mario and Peach, and I'm like, please. Yeah. And come to the quarantine zone, you've my castle. You've been subverted via their psychedelic mushroom spores. You need to come with me. And then Mario's like, whoa, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to, he's the original Spartan. Yeah. So like, I, like Luigi just Please. comes off and he's like, wow. He does eat their children to gain strength. Mm -hmm. oh. He does. Yeah. The princess is Cortana. Yeah. She's a, her, her embodiment over time. I'm just yeah. imagining like Master Chief's visor just like slowly clearing. And instead of seeing <laughs> his human eyes, you just see a pair of Mario eyes behind the visor. <laughs> it just says, I just want to see a picture of that. And then it just subtitled just says Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> I, did, I, I, did, I did just have a whole thing. It's like, your subjects are coming to visit you, princess. And she's like, one second. And she's like spraying herself with the, the antifungal stuff. And then yeah. she sees one of them and is like. No, first looks at the can, looks at the toad. But first he has that little toad scream that they do. No, but having sentient fungus, that would mm. be terrifying. Who, well, thinking of like the chances of all life in the universe, there's probably some species out there that's really close yeah. to being a sentient, intelligent fungus. So would you be you more freaked that. out if there was a toad in the hallway or a Goomba in the hallway walking towards you. Like, At least the toad was he breathing talk. at me. Well, they, actually, can they talk? Because they just scream. They never say anything. Toads can talk. Well, they, they scream. They, they, they give you That's text words. Yeah. But all their all the noise they actually make. It's like in video it's games screaming. when you go. Yeah. No, like in Mario Kart, Toad has learned, I'm the best. Well, because well, that's mimicry. It's like I am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Toad. That's that's that, that's I a. I like spaghetti. They, that, that's a plant <laughs> organism that has developed higher functions in cerebral activity enough to imitate its prey. I'm just so it's hunting you. I'm yeah. just imagining now. So it's like I'm the best. Toad goes, I'm the best. And they're like, No, you're not. And then he just releases his spores. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's and that's how the last of us starts. He's <laughs> just like, I'm the best. Spreads the fungus. I'm now. I'm imagining a clicker instead of going. He goes. He goes. <laughs> yes. The Last of Us Toad Edition. No. We just mix, I think, Mario Brothers into every video game series we can yeah. possibly it's think of. It's a child's of. game. It's very easy to merge into other very adult topics. Yeah. Well, it's also from our childhood, so we yes. all know it pretty well. Yeah, and those That's things terrify me. Mm -hmm. oh. I'm glad your existential quandary <laughs> like, turned into get that. Vampire, Frankenstein, Loch Ness Monsters. 
not terrifying toad from Mario Brothers yeah. is the start of the plague. All right. So I God, we're just going to go so many ways in that one. So for the next version here, because we're done with our main questions, is improv trivia. So I'm going to be asking these three fine-ish gentlemen a question that is a fake trivia question. It is not a real question, but they are going to give me a real answer and they have to prove it. So whatever they say is truth, and mm. we have to go with it. So, John, I have your first question. All right. So, John, what technology was considered to trigger the start of the Industrial Revolution? Pants. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yes. Specifically, the like pants with a zipper on the front. Oh. oh. Yeah, because the invention of pants that were really easy to take off, that you didn't have to fit with, like, knots or anything like that, they just made it so easy to... Uh, do industry. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> industry. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, I remember what after pants were invented with the zipper, it led to huge advances in medical science after the first man caught himself in the zipper. Yes. <laughs> and, and reconstructive surgery took great leaps and bounds in that yes. instant. That was before they started to use methanol, too, so it was awful. Because yes. yes. oh, before God. that, you just had tights or pantaloons yeah. or... Well, you had buttons. Yeah, but they streamlined it. So just yeah. one button. It's one, one button. Multi-button. And a zipper. Yeah. Yes. Saves so much yeah. time. All of civilization before pants and the zipper spent half of their day just buttoning up their pants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have time for machinery and advanced nonsense. Mm. And there was that point in fashion where the entire pants was just buttons. Like it was just yeah. little hoops and buttons. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that at one point everybody's wearing a dress and then somebody just like stapled two together and he's like, oh, a double dress. So, okay. Interesting. Uh, Industrial Revolution was started by pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Kyle, I got your question. Okay. While Genghis Khan is well known for uniting Asia through war, he also had a hidden soft side that he expressed through what activity? Um, he knitted. I was thinking you were going to say. <laughs> Wait. I mean, mainly because it's a long, it's cold in northern Siberia. So, he needed something to wear. It's, I think he's from Mongolia. And Siberia. No, Siberia. Yeah, he, he, oh, he was no, a nomadic. I'm, I'm making the history right now, yeah. man. <laughs> they were a nomadic He's Siberia. Yeah, the, yeah, the Siberian <laughs> yes, mom. The, the, Siberian, <laughs> the Siberian steppes. Yeah, yes. Yes. So, like I was saying, in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> where Genghis Khan is from. Genghis Khan is from. He was very cold. <laughs> and so he, he knitted socks. For all of his wives and children, which there were he had a lot. copious amounts yes. of. So he was very busy doing that. So, like, there's a famous picture. Uh, it's very similar mm -hmm. to the one with Abraham Lincoln riding a polar bear, where he is riding his horse into battle, but instead of a sword, he just has knitting needles, and he's making a sock. Well, in respect, riding the battle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and taking out eyeballs. On occasion, because they're they're multifunctional. He's using, he's using his enemy's hair as well into the yeah. into, into like he literally brought nations together by knitting them together. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Impressive. knitting the people together mm. in very long strings. Oh no, the very first human centipede. Genghis <laughs> Khan <laughs> oh, no. is responsible for the human centipede. Oh, no. You will join us or you will be knit to <laughs> We will well, all be knit. You don't want to be part of this. I put his hidden soft side, and then you became... It's not even a soft side anymore. You're murdering people with it. No, he, he was murdering people before. They were very soft well. socks. Yeah. No, they were very nice. He stopped all war because of socks. Mm -hmm. The important thing is everyone got fed along the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. It's an awful movie. It, it, I've never watched it. You don't want to. All right. 
Uh, Michael, I have your question. Uh Uh-oh. So what were the last words spoken by Julius Caesar after he was murdered? Um, he said, Gigi. Gigi. He he was a respectful individual. He he knew when he was, uh, he was beat. And he was like, good game, guys. So, and then he died. Is so, this while Brutus was teabagging? Yes. <laughs> 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 the whole Senate took turns. <laughs> they, were not, they were not as good as the sport as Julius yeah. Caesar's was. Yeah. That's why we remember him fondly after yeah. he committed all those genocides in France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was going, he was like just committing all those genocides. Screaming YOLO <laughs> as, he, as he tore through France. <laughs> What's Latin for Those Gauls, they, 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 they spoke um, Gaul. Gaul. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they didn't understand his Roman Greek, which is the YOLO, which, yes. is, which is spelled Y0-1000. Oh, you're right. I don't, I, I don't know those. What is L? That's, that's 500. <laughs> It's all that hip kid talk yeah, yeah. that Julius Caesar was saying. Say say Roman numerals. Yeah, what were you going to say though, John? The French. Oh, just the French. Okay, that's <laughs> yes. the French. He's just, just going to discharge yeah. the French. We remember Julius Caesar fondly because he tried to get rid of the French. Also, he invented that salad that's pretty good. And he invented yeah. Fortnite. Yes. Yeah. He did. Yes. He we're just going to keep Fortnite coming back on this <laughs> one. All right. I was waiting for something about pizza, but I'll take you. <laughs> pizza, pizza. <laughs> All right. John. That was, that was little Caesar. Yeah, he was tiny. Uh, he he was, it was little baby Caesar. Little baby He's Caesar. so good to just stab him in the back. <laughs> Beware the arts of March. Beware the arts of March. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, John, your second question. If your parachute fails to deploy during a skydive, what action will increase your odds of survival to 90%? Taking out the little tiny cocktail umbrella that you had in your pockets. <laughs> Going back to episode yes, one. and then just yes. holding it up. Ah. Yeah. You, yeah. you, just, need, you just need to deny gravity. Oh, well, doing the exists? hitchhikers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the important thing is to have drank the alcohol before, yeah. and that way you, well, like, you limber up. Plane. You lighten up. Yeah. yeah. You remove the weight. Yeah, you, you limber up so that you bounce mm-hmm. a little better yeah. when you hit the ground. So. Mm-hmm. And then you have the little tiny umbrella to just mm-hmm. instill all of your confidence in that so that you know you're going to be okay, and then you hit the ground. Mm-hmm. If you're super, yeah, it, do, it doesn't say not hit the ground. Yeah. It does say odds of survival. Yeah. 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 Like, if you're super talented, you can actually just fly with it. I saw this one documentary about this nanny who had a tiny umbrella or a decent sized umbrella. It's a decent sized umbrella. He was intermediate level, like with a tiny one if you're a master. Yeah, it was Yondu, right? Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yondu. Like his umbrella didn't even have a little umbrella. Yeah, he just had a stick. Just had the stick. It's a fly. Guardians of the Galaxy reference on that one. Mm. Sure, that's kind of maybe obscure for some. <laughs> There's that <laughs> one seventy year old man <laughs> who's watching this podcast. Like, oh, I had been no, I haven't been to the theaters since Gone with the Wind was there. <laughs> it's just like, but just, so and for those so younger you. than seventy, so there's this movie called Mary Poppins. Uh-huh. Yeah, it had a nanny who flew around with an umbrella, a big mm-hmm. one with a parrot. Wasn't there um, also a lion yeah. and like a scarecrow? They were helping take care of the kids. No, that was just the sugar. Oh, that was, that was just like <laughs> this, this, that spoonfuls was, of sugar. That was just a spoonful of sugar helps the opium go down. <laughs> I was going to say, the heroin syrup really helped ease those kids out <laughs> while yeah. she was taking care of them. That's why they saw all that crazy shit. <laughs> it's like, she wasn't magical. They were high. I to do a painting. <laughs> Ooh, boy. 
I got to oh. dance with a penguin. That was the best weekend those kids ever had. <laughs> she just got them so high. Yeah. What what's the color of sugar? <laughs> Kyle, I have your question. Mm-hmm. In 2023, the NFL plans to implement a new bonus point system at the end of the game for the team to best to perform what? Backflips. Backflips. Yes. It's basically like at some point into be at the the 50 yard line and they'll do a second coin toss because you just have to more coin tosses equal better views on the TV. Oh, more coins yeah, is more, more money. More, more coins, more, yeah. more coins, more money. But so there'll be a coin toss and then the person who gives the correct answer, they will backflip <laughs> as the entire team down to the end zone. And then if at least 30% of them can do a double backflip, then they are given a certain random number of number of points. I mean, it's all it's all decided beforehand, anyways. It's the NFL meets yeah. on, <laughs> and yes. then the other half of the, the the field gets to go on their backflip adventure, and then they're done. So it sounds like the halftime show just after the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. increasing so views. What song is played? We will survive. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'd watch that. It would be, it'd keep people past the end. Yeah. I mean, who wants to watch like the Fox post-game show? God, nobody watches them. Yeah, but if there's a bunch of beefy guys doing backflips on the field. Bunch I mean, of, when yeah. I say beefy yeah. guys, it makes it sound other way. But I would still watch it. I mean, backflips or old has-beens talking about a game that you just watch. You see, this team won because it had more points. Yeah. Uh-huh. You may not have known I how used many to be touchdowns, in, yeah, but I, we know. I used to be in football. Therefore, I am an, an expert on telling you how the game went that you the just watched. Experience doesn't matter. It's personality. They could put weird, actually, put Weird Al on there. I'd probably watch it more. Yeah, actually, I would watch too. it. Yeah, actually, Weird That'd Al. Be fun. Weird Al doing a, a post-game summary would be amazing. Especially if he didn't watch the game. Yes. It's just, he's just in there bullshitting the entire time. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. Like, have we talked about how much we love Weird Al yeah. on this podcast? We, a little bit. Have, we have a little bit. Yeah, we have. It's yeah, we, we made clones of them. Well, we, oh, that's true. We did make clones we did, of them. And yes. we decided to make them illegal. Yeah. Well, that's because they probably should be illegal. So, yeah. He gets, he, he's making a movie about himself, and I can't wait to see it. Yes, backflipping. Yes. All right, well, Michael, I have your mm. next question. I'm scared. Some animals can perform near super feats, like an ant carrying 20 times its weight or a cheetah running nearly 80 miles an hour. What feat is attributed to the platypus? Uh, the platypus is capable of tap dancing. Tap dancing? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dancing. expert tap dancers. They're world-renowned. They get stage plays where they go up on stage, and then they poison the other tap dancers with their barbs and win every competition they've ever competed in. Cool. So That's how Mr. Bojangles died. Is it, <laughs> is it all four flippered feet? Well, or is it just two? No, they alternate. They're very versatile. They're multi-talented. Yeah. It's yeah. one, one yeah. foot at a time. Yeah. They, well, one foot at a time. Yeah. Okay. They get up there and they do renditions of Beatles songs. <laughs> they tap dance <laughs> Beatles? Exclusively Beatles songs. Okay. No because wings. Every, Paul McCartney every, afterwards. No. <laughs> no. It's just Beatles. Yeah. And everyone knows, everyone knows that platypuses are huge Beatles fans. So, yeah, no, they're, they're amazing. The most amazing mammal that lays eggs that exists in all of creation. Yeah, where so. it's, it's just one more thing yeah, to add to the, the echidna there, aren't you? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Echidnas are the crap mammals of the animal kingdom. They're yeah. like the cousin you don't talk about. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, all, all, those, knuckles. all the animals that lay <laughs> eggs. Not all the mammals that <laughs> lay eggs. He's an abomination. <laughs> no, Knuckles lays eggs. 
Wait, what? I would like to see Knuckles, that. Knuckles, his Wait, what? Well, I want to see in the Echidna's next. Echidna's lay eggs. Knuckles lays eggs. We don't need to give the internet any more information that they already have. <laughs> they... <laughs> the internet is not, I mean. Like, not now home. my brain is thinking about how many pictures out there is there of Knuckles laying eggs, and there's probably more than one. <laughs> I want to see, like, in the movie that he just gets startled and just drops one right there. <laughs> just clucks like a chicken. Yeah, just, yeah. No, not even clucks. He just, like, you hear, and then, like, and it just hits, and he's like, Oh. Looks over at Sonic and says it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a fanfic. You guys can you guys can have that. I'm pretty sure that that's been done. <laughs> I, yeah. I have like physical pain happening. A little. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm physically in pain. <laughs> oh my ovaries! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh um, no! This is worse than nobody's ever thought of pregnant Sonic characters. Uh, oh, anyway, so. anyways, yeah, that's we're gonna end that one right there. Yeah. Uh, so for the next part, I have some audience questions. So on Discord, for anybody that's a supporter for Patreon or Twitch, I have stop laughing. I asked for some questions this morning, and I did get some questions, so I'm gonna cover those now. Our first question comes from Bus Philip Cohen, who's actually on here listening right now. Asks, what is the one thing you dislike about winter? Uh, loss of feeling, like, like in your emotions? soul, or no, because, in my fingers. No, oh, okay. I have both, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that sucks. Uh, I just got lots of feeling all year round mm. for talking emotionally. <laughs> yeah, the degradation oh. of psyche. No, I, I actually love winter. I camp out in it. I snowboard in it. I, I, I run around in it. Winter is fun, it. but it used to be that I just didn't like having to drive in snow if I didn't have to. But I actually my think least favorite part of driving in winter though isn't roads. It's getting into a cold car. Um, Just here's a cold seat. Here's holding on to the cold steering wheel. It livens you up. When I was at an apartment, it was different because having to go out in the cold, like especially if it was, I think we had like a whole week where it's like negative 10 Fahrenheit. That is super cold and you're not going to warm it up in any decent amount of time. Especially walking all the way out there, walking all the way back in. Especially if you didn't hit an auto starter. Sometimes it's just so cold, even an auto starter doesn't work. But what were you going to say in regards to that? I have a detached garage, mm-hmm. so to get to my car, even though it's always going to be inside, it's not going to be covered in snow, I'm getting woken up but with that hit of cold. But then I go through that, and then I sit down in a cold chair in a cold room holding onto a cold object mm-hmm. for however long it takes me to get to my destination. And then you get yeah. frostbite. Yeah. yeah. Being I have an attached garage, that helps. Because it it keeps the inside a little colder because Mm -hmm. we're sitting above it, but it also means that the garage is always like 30 degrees warmer than the outside. My detached garage normally is about 10 degrees above outdoor temperatures. Yeah, Yeah. and it keeps the frost down too. I I have a fun winter story. Oh, oh, Oh boy. boy. Uh, Now, when I was a kid living in the trailer park, my mother told me to go get my sister who was at her friend's house that was a good ways away. But I was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, no socks or shoes. And I didn't want to go through all the trouble putting stuff on. So I ran as fast as I could through the snow. It was snowing down the road barefooted to go get my sister. And I showed up at her friend's house's <laughs> door and her mom answers the phone and sees me in the snow. Barefoot with no. <laughs> she called my mom. <laughs> <laughs> what are you my mother was very upset. Like I like 
So the one, just, the one that said, <laughs> hey, cat, catch a bee with your hand is now angry because he didn't wear socks? Well, Probably she was upset well. that somebody else yes. saw yeah. me yeah. and oh, called yeah. her. She's embarrassed. But I didn't stay. I said, tell my sister to come home. And then I ran. I left. You didn't warm uh-huh. up. I didn't warm I didn't go inside. I started just running. <laughs> and in my mind, I remember having so much fun because everything hurt. <laughs> like, like, it's so cold. It's so cold. Ha, ha, this is going to be fun. To, to tell people later I did this. I get to count how many toes I get to keep. <laughs> I, One, two, three, snap. <laughs> two. two. I don't know. If, if it was Princess Peach, you might have had it be useful. Get rid of yeah. that fungus. Yes. Would have saved her. No, I think the worst thing I hate about winter is the length of the day. I just. Yes, that is I true. like night, but I like having less of it. If it's the dead of night at 430 in the afternoon. Yeah, especially that's not, if you, that's not okay. when you go to work and the sun is just peaking and then you come out of work and it's just down the horizon. Eh, and it, it's, it's in your eyes. Because then it's just depressing. It's mm-hmm. You need that sun. So like that first. Yep. The Nobody new, needs the sun. The sun's not done anything for anybody. Uh, it, Except life? Give, live, literally yeah. give eh. life. Uh, eh. No, well, life is the root of all my problems. <laughs> yeah, it's that November, January, and February. After that, I'm fine. But it's just that that dead middle part. Oh, I, I hate it so much. In the middle is, but we get the opposite then. During the summer, we get super long days. So it's like, what, 930 when the sun sets? Mm-hmm. And then it rises again at four something? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice too. Trying to sleep and the sun's out. Bless <laughs> Filming Point says, when life makes lemons, throw the sun at it. I like that. Mm-hmm. So the second question here, plus night's one here. Have you ever used a tool the wrong way, but the results still look good? So have you ever used something the wrong way and it still ended up okay? I'm just remembering back to all those times that I used a crescent wrench to hammer in a nail. Well, everything's a hammer. Yeah, everything's a hammer. I've used the claw of a hammer as a cutting tool. It's just That's more impressive. Yeah. Well, it's sharp. You just kind of scrape it along and I mean, it's the point. Kind of not, but sharp? Like, yeah, the hook on the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I normally use the tools for the purpose. Like an angle grinder, but you using it angles. for the very wrong very wrong answer. Uh, one of them is actually kind of a hack that sometimes works. It's using a can opener to own plastic, uh, like electronic stuff. The ones that are like the double layered plastic. Or oh, lipping. yeah. Yeah, using a can opener. Mm. Some of those actually yeah, work. Yeah, that makes sense. That actually reminds me when I did not that, but with opening cans. When I first moved into my previous place, I didn't have a can opener for like the first month living there. So I just had a hammer and a screwdriver and I just pounded all my food open. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, why would you do I would, that? I didn't have a can opener, and I always kept why forgetting to pick one up. I kept forgetting. Every time you I was so every night you came home, you're like, "Damn, no can opener!" Like, <laughs> no, I, hammer had opener. I had a flathead <laughs> screwdriver and a hammer, and I would just go around the edge of the well, can. Didn't you have a bottle opener with one of the sharp sides? No, I didn't have any of that. I had a I had a flathead screwdriver and a hammer. <laughs> Why don't you use the back of the hammer? Yeah, that's sharp. You can pry it open. Like, just stab at it? That would have made a mess. No, you put, well, you, you get one <laughs> in, and then you, 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 <laughs> you just leverage. rip at it. Yeah. yeah. You're, I, you're I jamming a screwdriver into it. You're saying that, like, oh, that it won't was, work. It bet worked better than the claw, I would think. <laughs> you would think, but you never tried. <laughs> I didn't try. Nearly. This is over there creeping away. I remember my car was also kind of held together with just nonsense like i don't know if it's a tool exactly but my muffler was held on with picture wire for the longest time that's i mean yeah yeah i did that with a coat hanger metal coat hanger 
Yeah. I think that he just randomly just mixes nouns together to make a <laughs> sentence. But then some he'll show you something. And it's like, oh, wow, that actually was a real mm-hmm. thing. No, yeah. I don't like I'm not smart enough to make up shit. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Do we want to talk about what we were making fun of you earlier for? What was, what were we making fun of me earlier for? I Your already socks. forgot. Oh, my socks? They're still different and upside down. Yeah, he's wearing two different socks, and one of them is upside down. Well, he, and he, Kyle literally died. I he did. saw that the heel was, was on, the, yes, top on the top of, of his, his foot. foot. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, the, the fact, the that's fact okay, that, let me put my shoes on. <laughs> the fact <laughs> yeah. that that man saw that his <laughs> sock was put on back like, like I put a sock on my foot and moved on with my day <laughs> why can't you <laughs> the fact that it was put on wrong in like there's there is resistance to this originally happening but thereafter to not fix the issue why would i fix is it just it's the height of either laziness <laughs> or is the height of Michael? I feel like like it's just what is this? I want to see Michael sometime. Where his new socks are, he just found an old pair of pants and he just cut it off at the bottom and knotted the end. <laughs> and he's like, "You would? I can see you doing that." He wouldn't even do that; he'd just fold it at the yeah. end. Like it'd be like the bag of bread. Yeah, no, I fix lots. Oh, of he'd pants. get one of those bread clips and just put that on the pants. Mm. The, those bread ties are pretty much what are used to keep all my PC wires in check. They're amazing. Inside well, those the PC? work, but the wires or the little plastic clips. Thing? No, the little the, like the twist ties. Yeah, but you can. Oh, yeah, you can get. That's fine. Good ones for like ten bucks for like two hundred, and the, the and ones that come on the bread are free. No, you, you, you have, to, have buy bread. to buy bread. Yeah, but you're already um, buying the bread. Well, I'm not. You're not supposed to use those because those have a steel core in them. Yeah, but Mike, well that that means fine. that's probably about quality degradation. And look at the man. <laughs> but it's free. I'm doing great. But, but, yeah, actually, Buzz Philippe just says, but it's free, though. <laughs> but it is free. <laughs> it is free. I mean, it was like. I used to use those, but they were just. Cents, but the, it's so free. I, I like the other ones because, like, the metal ones eventually just break or they start fraying and they just don't look clean when you're trying mm. to make something nicer. And they don't expand. So if you have, like, a large amount of cables, like, you might have to do the thing where you got to, like, merge two of the metal ones together. Yeah, but I know a uh, fix for that. You don't look at them. Mm. And they can't hurt you. <laughs> Hide them behind the other clutter. Uh, sounds tape. like your Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the next question here, Jurassic asked one about Rathalos, but we haven't about which one's the best to fight, but I think half of them we haven't actually fought before. So I'm going to pass on that one. Um, so Nolan asks uh, the question, the butterfly effect states that tiny, apparently inconsequential changes can produce enormous globally felt repercussions. What would the pigeon effect be? I want to see it's like... Anywhere you build a statue, there will be poop. Yeah. <laughs> the pigeon effect definitely is something to do with dust mites. I was dust mites? Or not dust, like uh, avian-born mites just crawling everywhere. No matter what environment you're in, there is going to be some pest that's going to get where you don't want it. Mm. It could be the top of a building and then you get pigeons. It could be guinea pigs that are just burrowing into your house. Could you? Uh, that would be adorable. Could you imagine a guinea pig coming up out of your floorboard and be like, beep, beep. You'd be if like, you Aw. found a guinea pig in your fridge, you would be happy? They would never get inside the fridge because I would make a guinea pig proof. But like, if they just started yes. burrowing up through the, the floorboards, that'd be cute. That's the sign great. I want in my fridge, guinea pig proof. If we remove all rats and replace them with guinea pigs, the world is a better place. I don't know. I had a friend that had two guinea pigs and one ate the other. Yeah, they fight. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, they fight each other. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, but I, is that better than having dominance. two ra- rats? No, I, well, it depends. Yeah, I had a neighbor that had a pet rat. Not a mouse. Rats, rats, rats will definitely rat. do the same thing. Rodents in general will do the same yeah. thing. Where they will kill and then devour. I had a hamster that ate its own leg once. Why? It was broken. <laughs> Well, I guess why waste the meat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like the hamster was broken. The, mm. the hamster's so leg, leg broke, so they ate the leg. Did it grow back? It did not. The hamster died it's from not an a, infection. Yeah, it's not a lizard. <laughs> 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 the, 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 why did you not help it? I was like eight. <laughs> you could have made a tiny splint. <laughs> My cousin's the reason his leg broke. What did he do with him? Threw it down a slide. <laughs> threw it or dropped threw it? Threw it. <laughs> well, that's not a slide. It's just throwing. I wanted it to go fast. Throwing it down a ledge. God, that's awful. It was because that hamster kept being thrown down the slide. It I mean, over. I mean, it kept being. Yeah, it wasn't just one off. They kept like <laughs> wee wee wee. <laughs> That's very upset. They essentially surprised it only had one broken leg. How do you know it was the infection and not the internal bleeding? I don't. Well, Well, it did die weeks later. So sad. You were just talking about about the circle where you're pushing the boulder, and I think we found the third level (laughs) of hell. (laughs) The one where it just hamsters on slides forever. Ooh. Is it was it a, like a metal cheap slide or it was, was like it? one of those kids plastic slides? Yeah, the ones that I go, was it straight down or does it go in a circle? No, it went straight. I, oh, ima- okay. I'm, I was imagining like a little like Hot Wheels NASCAR track. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just it, thought it was really fun. No, tormenting an animal was really fun. A little bit. She, I, I didn't do it. Oh, was, of uh, course you did. Yes, yeah. I was thinking of it like Christmas Vacation, where he like polished the bottom of mm-hmm. his thing, and it, oh, he was, and oh, I'm thinking done. of the gerbil like, or the going in there just. <laughs> and like, you just hear like the pop noises. It goes down there. Deja vu starts playing. I was imagining little hamster hitting one of those. You remember the old NASCAR sets where they had like the little rubber wheels that would catch the sides of the cars and, go, and shoot them through like loops, loops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that instead of a hamster, like the hamster go and they get caught in the caught in the wheels and go get shot throughout the loops. Well, trying to shoot a, a Hot Wheels car, it's so light. If you added a gerbil mm-hmm. to that, I would be scared the amount of power that is in that thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would probably need a license to own. <laughs> like, do you have your concealing carry for your gerbil? <laughs> <laughs> in alternate reality, there are no handguns. There are just gerbil guns. <laughs> that would that'd be adorable, but also, like, terrifying if they were carnivorous. Oh, no. It's like shooting piranhas. At I mean, people. if you, if you shoot, starts tunneling. It, if you shoot a gerbil at somebody at fifteen hundred meters per second, it's going to do some damage. Or you go larger caliber and well, eventually get up to guinea pigs. Yeah. Wait, if you're shooting a gerbil, at, if you're shooting a gerbil at fifteen hundred meters per second, the gerbil is going to just be mush. No, as aer- as aerodynamically, genetically engineered. No, you gerbil. give it a helmet. Or a, you give it a helmet. They, yes. fu- they fire it from a distance. Armor-piercing gerbils. <laughs> it's it's got to be like the, the the white stripe with the red and the blue stars. Yes. Yeah, just imagining capybaras being labeled as like weapons oh, of mass destruction. <laughs> There's the capybara cannons. <laughs> Aerial. That capybara just took out 20 men. <laughs> they, they have them strapped to the bottom of B-52 wings. They're dropping them like the, It's the, what do they call it? The rods from God? Yes, where they have uh, tungsten, tungsten, ferrets. tungsten oh rods yeah, coming so the, from outer space. What so kind of animal would we ferrets. Like, like, for those that don't know? Ferrets, ferrets. A very long ferrets. Yes, for those that don't know what rods of God, it was an uh, old concept of taking these giant rods up into space and then just shooting them down at the earth. 
because the impact from it could create nuclear type explosions. Mm -hmm. But the cost of getting things up there just to shoot them back down was more than building a nuke. So they decided not to. But But the UN does have restrictions about bringing weapons into space, but they don't have restrictions about bringing tungsten rods into space. Because it isn't a weapon of sorts. But I love the name Rods from God. Yeah, but Uh, it's true. Bezos could do this right now, and there's nothing that could... They're completely completely silent. They they make no radar signature. But also there's no nuclear fallout. That was the other thing. It was fairly safe. But what do they call those? KKDs? Or what are they at? Kinematic kill... Oh, KKVs. Yep, KKV, yes. Um, Yeah, kinematic kill vehicles. Yep. Um, I think there's another letter in there I'm missing. Anyways, but yeah. Or or, RKKV, if you go fast enough. That's what I was thinking of. So, or relativistic kinetic kill vehicle. Which is a super cool name. It is a cool name. Bringing it back to pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. They actually... During, I think it was World War II, had bombs with pigeons in them because they didn't have computers yet. And they taught the pigeon to peck it towards a target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were able to steer bombs. Yeah, actually super I reliably. Actually do yeah. Remember hearing about yeah, they show them a picture of it from the angle they were going to come in at and they would keep steering it by hitting the yep. controls. It was like putting a pigeon in there to play as the guidance computer. Mm-hmm. And it worked well. It's just, I think the training of it, especially since you spent years training it and then you kind of blow it up. Maybe we can yeah. teach pigeons to drive cars. Maybe that's the future of self-driving cars is pigeon-driven that's cars. That's the pigeon effect. But now yeah. I'm just imagining a gerbil in a tungsten rod launched from space, steering it with the a little pig- cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> They're working together. The tungsten rods and the gerbils have formed, the, have formed an alliance. No, the gerbils and the pigeons. Oh, the gerbils and the pigeons. Yes. Well, first they used to ride the pigeons into battle, or the, <laughs> or, or the pigeons would ride the gerbils into battle. It kind of went back and forth. No. Depending yeah. on aerial combat, land combat. Yeah. Which day of the week. Yeah. They took the odd and even days. Yeah. Yeah. They took the odd turtle if they had to go underwater. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Where are we at again? <laughs> Turtles. No I'll do one more here. And well, we'll see if I can do Spike's one. This point might be hard to answer. But what is the one thing you love about something you hate the most? I think we might have asked one similar to that. I think it was about something you love to hate. But uh, yeah, what is something that you love about something you hate? Because everybody has something they hate, but sometimes there's something that, yeah, but I also like this, and so I kind of do I do like saunas. A sauna? Yeah. You hate them too? No, I hate Finland, but I like saunas. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great invention. You hate Finland. Well, I I guess. I guess. It's reasonable, though. I mean, just sitting in a hot room, just drinking. Mm. What are the Finns done for anybody anyways? Well, they acted as a buffer for Russia for the rest of Scandinavia. Not very effectively. But, no, they were. But also yeah. saunas, apparently. Yeah, saunas, uh, Moomin, and uh, death metal. Yeah. I will take this in a different route, similar to a sauna, but those public showers that are at a swimming pool, because you know that you want to get all that swimming pool water off of you, but you probably don't want to do it in a public area. You, you, you love you getting out of the pool and getting off all that gross pool water, but you hate doing it. Well, I don't know why you can go to a public pool, because why don't you just dig a, a hole made of dirt and then fill it with water? Hey, out? there's no callbacks to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was mat. three years old. You have the mats old. in those showers that just tear at your feet, but it's yes. still better than being on the actual floor? Yes. I don't like anything about those showers. Mm. Yeah, what if they mm. have like some mushroom fungus on their feet? 
That's why you wear shower yeah. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Toes I, in I, there just going off. When I used to be at the dorms. Yeah, uh, shower shoes. They had a public shower. I mean, it was all individual stalls. But the, yeah, it was shower shoes, 100%. And I never went in there you without it. You never want to go. Especially in a college. Oh, God. It was, yeah. Well, uh, introduction to hygiene. That's the class that should be required, but isn't. The closest for I ever who enters college. Probably, yeah. Yeah, public pools are a disgusting thing. I think the, there was something I was watching. Like, you know that chlorine smell? If you're smelling that, it's not the chemicals they put in. It's the chemicals they put in reacting with the things you don't want to be in contact yep. with. Yeah. So if you smell it, it's because there's a lot of piss in there. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Michael? The closest I've ever come to one of those public showers was at the beach. And then they just have the showers outside. That's so much better. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. yeah, I'm okay with well, that. Well, you're not about, it's, unless they start stripping naked to get in front of it, that'd be different. I mean, but you yeah. weren't supposed to? No. Uh, <laughs> what? What's the difference between getting chlorine off of you by getting chlorinated water spraying on you mm. versus getting salt off of you by putting water? Yeah, but you have to think. Like, you're worried about a public pool and the possibility that someone has urinated in said public pool. But I can guarantee you... Every fish and shark and whale has just been taking dumps in that ocean for millennia. Yeah. <laughs> and you were okay with that. But I'm more likely to catch a disease from a person than I am from a trout. Well, Jim. That's why I don't take fish medicine. I Jim, take human medicine. Just eating the hot dog slash chili dog 10 feet from you is also probably pissing in the ocean. So. Yeah, but, it's, but it, there's more water to dilute it. Yeah, that's, okay. that's a huge pool by comparison, and it's an ecosystem that's built to self-handle it. They just all live in the piss. Yeah, yeah. well, to a degree. But that's why it's salty. <laughs> yes. There's something in there that the eats the piss. So that's where it's fine. No, oh, okay. Anyways, ending on piss. We'll do that. We're sure. ending it so. with... Um, so that, yes, that will be everything for today's podcast. But just before we end, we have to go through what we drink. So John, you did bring a fancy drink. Yeah, I made a uh, mulled wine. So mulled wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. wine and brandy and sugar and spices, and you get it hot and drink it in a mug. Yep. He he. Every time he comes here for podcast, he asks for some strange utensils. And he's like, I need boiling water. And today's like, I need a pot. Yes. <laughs> well, it was a pot and what else? A ladle. A ladle, From yes. Ladle. So, yeah, so it's always something weird. So that was actually really good. It was like super deep red when it was boiled down. Mm. That was pretty good. Kyle, what did you have? I drank a little bit of whiskey earlier, but I've actually been drinking more of this Lestal brandy. It was good. It's the same stuff that he put inside the mulled wine. Yep. So oh, it's okay. a, But there's it's more alcohol because it wasn't boiling. Brandy. And earlier you also had a, a shot of the Glen Meringue. I did, yes. Yeah, that was a whiskey. Yeah, it was scotch. Mm-hmm. So I had some of the John's drink, and then I just had another, indeed, Mexican honey beer. I drank this Rusty Chain cranberry apple from Sociables. There's a happy little man on it working on a bicycle that he is, I think he's working on the bicycle. He has the rear tire between his two legs, and he appears to be turning the rear tire very quickly with a big smile on his face. So well, I also love that the can's <laughs> label is all crunched up like your sock. I did, yeah, it is kind of the label was put on. No, that's an, that's an oil can. He's straddling that bike. He is straddling that bike. <laughs> like, yeah, that's an oil can down. though. He's lubing up the bike of while straddling. Of course, it. that is the best way to make sure that the bike doesn't fall over. Also, by lubing it, it up. No, it pre- by putting it between your legs. Oh, yeah, it also prevents chafing the oh. oil. 
Oh, but okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the best way to prevent butt chafing is put a I bike got, between your legs. I got a, I got a chafing problem. Oh, well, do you have some baby powder? No, no, I need some WD forty. Why are there tire burns on your pants? <laughs> Never mind that. This is the start of the industrial era. <laughs> <laughs> this is the industrial revolution, don't you know? <laughs> you couldn't repair a bicycle until you had pants, because doing that without the pants too much chafing. Yes, that's way too much chafing. Yeah. The amount of oil could save you. Anyway, so that'll be it for the podcast. Thanks for hanging out. Michael, what is our last word? Bibbidi bobbidi boop. Zargzulami, la magicabola rule. The thing my father does. Bibbidi bobbidi boop. Sure.